Let's huddle up. Nothing we did in high school matters anymore. Now we all gotta earn it. And get dollied up. Hey y'all, it's Dolly, and I am thrilled to be hosting the Academy of Country Music Awards. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, March 7th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Gotham's newest Cape Crusader has swooped into the domestic box office with a vengeance. Matt Reeves' The Batman debuted at number one with a valiant $128.5 million this weekend, becoming the highest grossing film released in 2022 thus far and the second biggest pandemic era debut, according to Comscore. Spider-Man No Way Home remains the first, crossing the $100 million mark with a total of $253 million in one weekend following its December release. That Tom Holland movie landed at number four this weekend, while his other movie, Uncharted, took second place. Channing Tatum's Dog came in third, and Death on the Nile landed in fifth. Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial debut, The Lost Daughter, won big at this weekend's Film Independent Spirit Awards, taking home Best Feature, Best Director, and Best Screenplay also for Gyllenhaal. Taylor Page picked up Best Female Lead for her breakthrough performance in Zola, while Simon Rex won Best Male Lead for Red Rocket. Ruth Nega won Best Supporting Female for Passing, while Troy Kotzer continues his momentum to Oscar gold for CODA. Film Independent now also honors TV shows, and among this year's winners are Reservation Dogs for Best New Scripted Series, as well as its talented young cast for Best Ensemble in a New Scripted Series. Tuso Mbedu won Best Female Performance in a New Scripted Series for The Underground Railroad, and Lee Jung-jae won Best Male Performance for Squid Game. You can check out the full list of winners at EW.com. Will Smith's 2007 post-apocalyptic blockbuster I Am Legend is getting a sequel from Warner Brothers. Smith is set to star in and produce the film alongside Michael B. Jordan, who will be new to the franchise. Plot details for the film are not being revealed at this time, but the news of Smith's starring turn is interesting, considering his character valiantly sacrifices himself in order to get the cure safely out of the Darkseeker's reach in the first film. However, a very different alternate ending on the 2008 Special Edition DVD features Smith's character alive, abandoning his research and experiments when he realizes that maybe he is the monster. NBC has canceled Ordinary Joe, its ambitious drama following James Wolk's titular character across three parallel lives. The series, which launched in September and concluded its 13-episode first and now only season in January, garnered mixed reviews and was a poor ratings performer. The Big Leap has taken its final bow on Fox. The dance dramedy starring Scott Foley and Simone Rakasner has been canceled at the network after one season. Network bosses are said to have loved the series' spirit and aspirational story, but it failed to make a dent in the ratings. The Big Leap ended its 11-episode run in December. Johnny Brown, the actor, comedian, and singer best known for his role as housing project superintendent Nathan Bookman on Good Times, has died. He was 84. Brown spent three seasons on the sketch comedy show Laugh-In in the early 1970s. He then joined Norman Lear's Good Times in 1975, midway through its second season, playing the oft-ridiculed superintendent Bookman. 
And Mitchell Ryan, a veteran character actor whose credits included the original Lethal Weapon, the gothic soap opera Dark Shadows, and the ABC sitcom Dharma and Greg died Friday in Los Angeles of congestive heart failure. He was 88. Born in Cincinnati in 1934, Ryan appeared in more than 100 movies and TV shows in a career that spanned more than 50 years. After a term in the Navy, he got his first credit with the 1958 crime drama Thunder Road before appearing in such 1970s cult classics as Electra Glide in Blue, The Friends of Eddie Coyle, the Dirty Harry sequel Magnum Force, and the Clint Eastwood western High Plains Drifter. Later, Ryan played retired general-turned-heroin smuggler Peter McAllister in 1978's Lethal Weapon. He also appeared in movies including Liar Liar, Hot Shots Part Duh, and Gross Point Blank. On the small screen, Ryan spent a year playing Burt Devlin on Dark Shadows. His other TV credits included NYPD Blue, Star Trek The Next Generation, and The Golden Girls, among many others, as well as a starring role as Greg's eccentric boozy father on Dharma and Greg. He also appeared on Broadway in the plays Wait Until Dark, Medea, and The Price. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, it is time to take the field with our number three pick, All-American. This week on the CW Drama, Spencer and the gang begin their college football careers, but Spencer struggles to adjust to the team's brutal workout schedule and to having so little time with Olivia. Here's a clip from the episode with Olivia and Jordan. Can I help you? Yes, actually. Could you uh, put this in the bag for me? Thank you. Uh, no. Okay, well then why did you ask to help? Okay, this is our food, okay? You don't live here anymore, and you don't even eat celery. Okay, well, JJ eats everything, all right? And we're having a little farewell to the beach house thing after tonight's scrimmage, so I need appetizers. Did you want to come? Spencer already invited me. Cool. He seems to be struggling with the schedule. It's brutal. I mean, also, I think the expectations he put on himself are also weighing him down, too, but I mean, I only get to see him, like, twice a day for snack breaks. Mm, yeah, those are my favorite. Well, you seem to be handling this brutal schedule pretty well. Yeah, that's because maybe when I'm actually on my snack break, I'm having snacks. Look, Liv, I, I love Simone, okay, I do, but I cannot imagine pulling off the schedule if she was still in town. I mean, trying to squeeze her into two measly snack breaks? Mm, no, thank you. I mean, who doesn't love a good snack break, am I right? Well, speaking of Olivia, this week also finds her excited to begin her new job, but she soon finds it isn't what she anticipated. Meanwhile, Patience asks Layla to help her get Coop motivated, but their plan doesn't go as expected. Asher runs into someone from his past, and Grace joins the search committee for a new principal, with someone already in mind for the job. And that is what you call a packed episode. You can catch it tonight at 8 p.m. on The CW. It's trivia time. Spencer on All-American is inspired by real-life football player Spencer Pacinger, who was signed by what NFL team in 2011? The New York Giants, the Carolina Panthers, or the Cleveland Browns? Stick around for that answer. Number two. Now, time to tell you all about our number two pick, 
The Bachelor. We have made it to this season's Women Tell All episode, and it's going to be dramatic even by Bachelor standards. As Clayton's former suitors reunite, they'll attempt to hash out their differences, clear up any misunderstandings, and apologize for bad behavior. Or more likely not that last one. But the pressure is really on when Clayton steps into the hot seat. Because these women do not hold back with their feelings. Here is a clip from the episode with Clayton discussing the Sarah drama from a few weeks back. Sarah, that was a relationship that I know there were a lot of concerns that were brought to your attention. Why did you choose to listen to those? The women that came to me, I had a fair amount of trust. Your actions had women questioning if they should stay. It became a big red flag. It's ironic that you are questioning if I'm disingenuous because it feels like that's what you were doing to me. Every time I felt like I tried to address Mary, address women, and fix it to move forward because I cared about you and our relationship, it feels like the person constantly putting me back into it and constantly stirring the pot was you. I don't understand why you said the things you were saying, such as, you know, he cried with me. Why would you tell the other women I did that when I didn't? J just to be clear, you did not cry with Sarah. I did not cry on the first one, any of our dates. Ooh, well, that is just one of the many moments that will be re-litigated tonight, because who could forget Shanae and the shrimp? You can see how it all goes down starting tonight at 8 on ABC. All right, before we take a quick break, let's hit pause for a second to hear from the cast of Amazon's As We See It, who joined EW for a panel at last month's SCAD TV Fest, along with the show's creator, Jason Kadams. EW's Patrick Gomez asked the group, which also included stars Albert Rutecki, Rick Glassman, Sue Ann Pien, Joe Mantegna, Sosie Bacon, and Chris Pang, what you watching? We'll kick it off with Rutecki. Ghosts. It's an American remake remake of, I think, a British show. And it's just really fun, funny. I like it. Amazing. Um, Sue Ann? I'm actually, besides as we see it, <laughs> I've been watching um, <laughs> uh, Euphoria. It's crazy. Do you guys know that Nate's mom is Harrison's mom? The same actress. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. That's so crazy, right? Pa Paula? I think she was so funny. Um. But yeah, I was like, oh, it's Harrison's mom. <laughs> On mm -hmm. Euphoria, so Euphoria, I was like, oh my God, it, it's like hard. I was like, ah, a lot going on in there. <laughs> Love it, thank you so much. Uh, Rick? Um, when I'm not watching the Bad Boys trilogy, I'm just constantly re-watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'll tell you something, Will Smith, it, it, there's not too many people that could go on that many decades and still be that big of a star. Um, so see, we'll go to you next. I have, I have not watched any TV shows except for ours, but... Um, Talk about my podcast. The last thing I watched was randomly Get Shorty, not the TV show, the original movie. Funny. Funny stuff. Uh, Joe, what about you? I finally got to see all eight episodes as we see it. I liked it so much, it's hard for me to watch anything else. You know, it's like, I watch Criminal Minds reruns because it helps with residuals. You know? uh, I don't watch a lot of television. <laughs> Good answer, good answer. Uh, Chris, we'll go to you next. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I watched The Tinder Swindler the other night on Netflix, and uh, I would recommend you don't watch it before bed because you won't sleep. I, I watched it to fall asleep because I thought I was like, what is this crap? And I stayed up till 5 a.m. because I had to finish it. It was, <laughs> it was intense. I heard that's good. Yeah. Tinder Swindler. Uh, yes, I need to check it out. I've been hearing the same. Uh, Jason, we'll end things with you. 
let's see. Well, I just started watching the show Somebody Somewhere, which uh, is I thought was I really just watched the first episode, but thought it was really pretty wonderful. Indeed, it really is. Great picks all around there, by the way. You can find Somebody Somewhere, Euphoria, and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air streaming on HBO Max. The Tinder Swindler and Criminal Minds are both on Netflix. Ghosts is on Paramount Plus, And Get Shorty is on Amazon Prime, which is where you can also find the first season of As We See It. All right, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, The Shield premiered on FX 20 years ago this week on March 12, 2002. Created by Sean Ryan, the drama follows an experimental division of the Los Angeles Police Department led by corrupt detective Vic Mackey, played by Michael Chiklis. One of the first cable anti-hero dramas to follow in the footsteps of The Sopranos, The Shield put FX on the map and quickly garnered critical acclaim, with Chiklis winning the Best Actor in a Drama Series Emmy for the show's first season. EW later named The Shield one of the best TV shows of the 2000s decade and placed its series finale among TV's 25 best. You can also check out our recent oral history on the show featuring interviews with Ryan, Chickless, and many more over at EW.com. All right, it is time to put on your bedazzled boots and wrangle out that cowboy hat for our number one pick for today, the 57th Academy of Country Music Awards. This year, the show will be hosted by the one and only Dolly Parton, along with some of her familiar country music friends, Jimmy Allen and Gabby Barrett. The Academy is switching things up this year and streaming the show live from Las Vegas on Amazon Prime. That's right. No commercial interruptions means even more great country music performances. Megastars Luke Bryan, Maren Morris, Carrie Underwood, Lady A, and many more are set to perform. Plus, Kelly Clarkson will pay tribute to Dolly with her own rendition of I Will Always Love You. Here is Gabby Barrett from this weekend's rehearsals on hosting with Dolly and Jimmy. We have had a lot going on for ACMs in preparation. Um, I'm very excited to be a part of this and honored. Um, never did I think that I was going to co-host the ACM Awards. I was just, I, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be so blessed to be able to just be a part of it, let alone co-host with Jimmy and Dolly. So I'm very excited. I'm, I'm hoping it comes across great um, with it being on Amazon Prime and no commercials, so fast changes, and it's going to be a fun time. Jimmy, I feel I can be secretly goofy so i don't know dolly's a class 
just a class clean act. So I think she will make me feel much better about nerves with co-hosting live. Well, this show has a star-studded list of presenters as well, including Luke Grimes and Kelsey Asbill from Yellowstone and Alan Richson from Reacher. It is sure to be a grand old time. Catch the 57th Academy of Country Music Awards tonight at 8 on Amazon Prime Video. And lastly today, it is time for the answer to our trivia question. Spencer on All-American is inspired by real-life football player Spencer Pacinger, who was signed by what NFL team in 2011? The New York Giants, the Carolina Panthers, or the Cleveland Browns? Did you take a pass on this one? Well, the answer is the New York Giants. Pacinger, who grew up in South LA and attended Beverly Hills High School, was signed as an undrafted free agent in 2011. He bounced between a few different teams and saw little playing time before retiring from football in 2017. Hopefully his on-screen counterpart's career goes a little differently. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.